Welcome to Reckon I'm Chris. And I'm Ryan. And what did you hear, Reckon I, pal? Well, we draw a theme from a hat, and then we each pick an album that we think meets the theme, fits the theme, and then we talk about it, we review it, we do all that fun stuff, and just generally have a good time. Sometimes we hear drinking beer, but I'm not drinking beer today because I no, me neither. last night. Just water. <laughs> um, what, uh, if people want to get a hold of us, how can they do that? Well, uh, we're pretty much all over the internet. It's impossible to miss us. We're on mm-hmm. Facebook at uh, Record Night. We're on Instagram at Record Night Pod. We're on Twitter at Record underscore Night. And we're, we have email. You can email us at uh, recordnightpod at gmail.com. Uh, so if you're, you know, uh, a spam account or something like that, feel free mm-hmm. to send us some mail. It seems like you already yeah. have been. <laughs> so, um, yeah, we've got plenty of spam just coming in. There. Like, stuff just started showing up for someone that's in named Randolph, which is, you think they'd pick a more common name, but no. Right. <laughs> um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I, I typed our name into chatbot, uh, the chat GPT, that, that, that GPT, like the, the AI chatbot that everyone's talking about. Uh huh. And, um, it's, it's not perfect <laughs> when it comes to, like, searching things. They're like, I looked up, and I was like, I just said, like, what do you think about Rick and I podcast? And then they mentioned this whole other podcast, not even like, not even the one that sounds kind of like it's something completely different. And I'm like, okay, well, this is weird. Another one, an AI focused Rick yeah. and I podcast. But they asked me, they did ask me to tell them more about it. So I, I, I didn't give our last names or anything, but uh, I did, I did see what we do. Um, but, uh, yeah, man, uh, today's theme is fuzzy feelings. And, fuzzy um, feelings. Yeah, I brought Kimmy Dawson's Remember That I Love You. What did you bring, Ryan? I brought Marnie Stern's uh, self-titled album, Marnie Stern. So the way I thought about it is, and you probably had a different idea than I did, uh, the way I took Fuzzy Feelings is like, I wanted to think about a record that like, like when I listened to it, like gave me a hug. It made me feel all good and, and uh, happy and positive inside. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you went that way. <laughs> Uh, no, I went, uh, with the fuzzy part because my cat is named after Marnie Stern and this album has a lot of feelings on it. <laughs> that's, that's a good way to put it. So, um, what, I, what did we, I'm, what did, I'm pretty surprised you picked that one for something that feels like a hug. Well, there are like, parts of it. There are parts <laughs> of it that feel like a hug too. Like it's you know, a, it's know. kind of like a fun, comfy album until you listen to what she's talking about, and you're just like, yeah, oh, shit. Well, I mean, like, but most of it, we'll talk about it. Um, mm-hmm. But we will get into. Tell it. me about tell me about Marnie Stern and what you know about her and like who who she is. Yeah, uh, she's a guitar player and singer. Um, she has four albums. This is her third one. Uh, the first three uh, featured Zach Hill on drums of Hella oh, yeah, Death of, Grips fame. Yeah. Uh, fourth one featured somebody named like Kid Millions, uh, who I've heard of. I just don't remember what else he's done. Um, and then she went on to be the guitar player for the 8G band for Seth Meyers. Oh, shit. Is she still there? She's, she's still there, yeah. Didn't Fred Armisen leave that band? Uh, I, yeah, I think so. It's kind of yeah, like a rotating lesson. cast of people. Okay. Well, I mean, that's, that's really cool that she's playing for Seth Meyers. You know? Yeah. Um. And I kind of went with this album because I think 
it might be my favorite. It's between this one and her second one, but her first two albums feel a little bit more kind of like raw. They're a little bit weirder. Um, this one kind of leans more into like the, uh, the poppier part of it. And it feels like she kind of figured out what her, her voice was. She feels a little bit more like comfortable. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I, I really like this one. I don't, uh, I don't know if I have too much more to say. Um, <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of her influences. Go ahead. Sorry. No, I was going to say a lot of her influences came from like math rock and stuff, but she used, mm-hmm. um, she spent a lot of time trying to like, I think she knew how she wanted it to sound in her head. Mm-hmm. So she like figured out how to play guitar a certain way and like, Train like you when you listen to it, she kind of has like a unique voice. She was like, nobody sings like this. And she trained <laughs> yeah. her voice to sound like that. Like that's not how she normally sing. What used to sing, and then she's like, this is what I want it to sound like. So she figured out how to sing like that. So, so it's different for the from this for the previous records, or is it always been different? It's always been like that. It, okay. Uh, well. So like before she even like sat down and like recorded anything, she's like, I want to sound like this. So I'm going to practice a whole bunch to get myself to sound like that. Okay. Well, that's what she heard in her head. She, hopefully, she uh, feels like she achieved it. I think um, so. We're, just to pal- apologies, listeners, me and Ryan are still kind of nursing a bit of a hangover. Uh, <laughs> yeah, sorry. I'm, just, I'm still, still, still scatterbrained. Um, I went to a, a soup party this morning. A soup this morning, party? Like, like, people go there and you, everyone brings a soup. And so I had, like, you know, like, you would think, man, that would be. Be good after hungover, uh, electrolytes and then hydration, and I don't think it was that didn't really help. But <laughs> it was good soup. It's just I wasn't there, you know, like present. I was more like, oh, I want to fall asleep, and yeah, I want to go back to bed. Yeah, took it. We uh, took the dogs for a walk, a ten minute walk, and the the always the walk we take them. The last part is the hardest part because it's uphill. Uh-huh. Like the last part of it, and so I'm over. Me and Hugo are just panting, like getting up the hill, <laughs> which nor- normally wouldn't be an issue, but just today. But you know what? That's not, I'm sorry. I went off on a little tangent here. Marnie Stern. Uh, this is her self-titled, right? Self-titled, yep. It was like, you know, 2010. That's what my Yeah, she did is. this one, released uh, her album after this, The Chronicles of Marnia, and then just like hasn't done any music outside of the 8G band since then. How did you get into Marnie Stern? Uh, I think I started listening to it because Zach Hill was on drums and I was like, mm-hmm. I should check that out. And then I was like, oh, this rules. Like it like immediately clicked for me. I was like, this is like unique and crazy and I love it. What does your significant other think about this? Does she have an opinion on Ronnie Stern? I think she likes it. Okay. Well, you know what? We'll see if there are listeners like it. We'll play, we'll, yeah. <laughs> we'll play this sampler. Uh, so guys, this is Marnie Stern's self-titled record.
All right, uh, Marty Stern's Hotel. So I'm going to say something right back. I've never heard anything like this. Yeah. <laughs> it's like To say it's weird is not right, but it feels like a lot of disparate uh, genres sewn together. Yeah. yeah uh-huh. Because cause, uh, Marty Stern's a virtuosic guitar player after listening to this. And mm-hmm. I'm doing a little bit more research, research on it. She does this tapping technique, um, not unlike Uwe Malstein <laughs> at points. <Yeah. laughs> But it's kind of like, a- you know, it's like that, like, Eddie Van Halen thing, except, like, using it as the main riff for a song, not just a little show-off part at the beginning. Yeah, and I just, for the first time this weekend, I, I learned the major scale, the minor scale, and the harmonic scale, just for the first time. <laughs> like, nice. Like, first guitar <laughs> shit, and then I'm just going to practice it for a couple months today, because, I mean, I can, I can strum, I can do some scales, but just, like, foundationally, I have no foundation. I, the foundation I got was learning Boston songs from my guitar teacher Hector, Hector when I was growing up, but right. <laughs> I can just, I mean, I can play, but uh, just I mean, there's different ways of types of playing, right? So like, I feel nah, whatever. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna complain about uh, my lack of skill or or <laughs> things I am skillful in at on guitar because I I just like it. Um, but um, yeah, man. Um, this also has like a lot of pop flavor to it, like in like like it. Not pop. I don't want to say that. It's, it's catchy, though. Catchy. Yeah, it's catchy. Uh, very effervescent, though. Like, there's lots going on all the mm-hmm. time. It's definitely a little for a few parts, which we'll talk about. But uh, let's go for track by track, and we'll just sort of riff on this. So for for Ash, um, so uh, it what I read about it because I can't help but read. Sorry. Um, right. Is that it's a it's a song written for an ex boyfriend of Stern who committed suicide, um, and I, yeah, which I think just, I just, think this album is her kind of like working through that. Like I think a lot of the songs kind of reference it. Yeah, uh, the, this record it's it's not it's not exactly a positive record lyrically because honestly, this song feels joyous, you know, in in mm-hmm. a way that I I don't know. if if you get that feeling from it either, because it's really not joy, gorgeous. It's a gorgeous song. It is gorgeous. It is, but, yeah. But um, man, what, what do I want to say about it? So, uh, do you, are, you, are you familiar with Symbol Z Guitars? With what? Symbol Z Guitars, the band. Uh-uh. So, Symbol Z Guitars, their first record starts out with the sort of ah uh, yeah the, the thing she's doing right here, uh-huh. uh, and it's it's it's, it's as. It, it, I can understand it being hard to listen to, like first thing in the morning. Personally, um, I could see that. Yeah, because she kind of sings in kind of like this, like higher pitched voice, which I think, oh, I think people could very easily find it annoying. Uh, not me, however. I was I was transfixed by especially the yeah. first song. I thought it was great. Uh, it it's um there are things that oftentimes you don't know what she's saying, which is fine. You don't need to. There, uh, there's a decent amount of like, uh, like vocals burying on yeah. this, like because there's a part early on uh, where it's like I can't understand a single thing she's saying, and then all of a sudden, like during the chorus, it's like, oh, okay, I can hear, her yeah. now. <laughs> uh, um, which is cool because it feels like a, it almost feels like it's like a really satisfying like resolution or um, revelation, I guess, like when the the chorus comes through and you're just kind of like. Oh, that's yeah, that's a that, I think that like speaks a bit to kind of like the poppiness of this or the catchiness. 
were you into this when it first came out? Is like like the, yeah, the I think I bought ago? this the day it came out. Okay, good. Yeah, it it feels like a summer record kind of to me. Uh, yeah, a lot of her know, stuff is very. It's pretty summery. It's the um, you know, it's nice weather driving with your windows down kind of music. Mm. Okay. Uh, so uh, when it comes to things like here, I cannot bear. No one compares. I miss your smile, sadness all the while. Uh-huh. Uh, you know. It, just stuff that I miss, you know, saying stuff that's missing. There's also like stuff about stars and, and, um, yeah, I, I it, when it comes to like speaking about someone who's passed, the, I kind of feel like me, you, you just vomit it out. You don't really worry about the words too much, just what, what they, they mean to you, you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and it, it's gotta be cathartic, you know? Uh, or, you know, depending on the type of artist you are, some more, or as they relive the trauma when they um perform, or they get catharsis out of it. So, yeah. But uh, I like for Ash quite a bit. It's, uh, it's I do it's too. It's that, one of my favorites on here. Like I think yeah, this yeah, album opens really oh strong. Really strong. We can move on to uh, nothing left. Yeah, it's got a. I love the way it opens, like that kind of crazy angular like tapping riff coming through That's the. I, I think it's like the right ear. Yeah, it's dancing, but angular, angular at the same time. You know, like it's a little mm-hmm. bit sharp, but then get, but yeah, yeah, that chapping in the left ear, I was like, fuck, fuck, man. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, yeah uh, cool. And there's a lot of like, she's like ripping on this track. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I'd like to see this live, honestly, with that looks like live. Yeah, I think I did. I saw, I saw her on tour for this uh, album. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Yeah, it was really good. Where, where, where did you see her at? Uh, it was in Denver. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> with uh, I think she was opening for Terramelos, or Terramelos opened for her. I can't remember. That must have been a good show. <laughs> it was a really good show. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's always because you're uh, on tour. Um, Terramelos's original drummer was her like live drummer. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Good times. So. It's always fun when you see bands that you like touring together. You're like, oh shit, <laughs> like, like yeah, you're like, damn, that's, that's a good, good bill. Yeah, good bill. Uh, did, did, who opened for Promise last time they came through? And you, you flew down to Kansas City to see them, right? So like, do you oh, open for Promise? Oh fuck, you were all bad then. Oh yeah, I'm yeah. stoked. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, damn, uh, I, right. did I book this show or what? Did, <laughs> All right, man. Um, but yeah, nothing, uh, nothing left. left. I, 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 lyrics wise, I could pick up it maybe about like a I don't know, like a Batman like vigilante kind of person. Yeah, I get that too. Um, yeah, yeah, it's yeah, it's uh, like you know, you know how the night goes. <laughs> but um, mm-hmm. the madman told me not to walk the plank. So it, just stuff here and there. Easy color they call night. But yeah, I, I do like this song. It's it's um, it's a, like I said. It's it, I don't know if people are seeing seeing this as a sad record. I'm I'm getting just a lot of like a lot of uh, it's a, it's stuff from everywhere, you know. And yeah, it's pretty all over the place. It does have some pretty like sad kind of tracks on it. It's not all uh all hugs and kisses throughout. So when we moved on to transparency and the new mystery. Uh, when I heard that song, I'm like, okay, so that's like, there's a lot of the way she's singing is very, very unique. It's her, like, it's something that you hear 
a signature, like her way she sings, like her. Oh yeah, yeah. So uh, that that's what I got from when Trent when that broke. Yeah, I wrote down Rising. Ah, but um, I I I like this song quite a bit. It's probably my second favorite song on the record. Uh, Transparency in the Mystery. Um, again, she's not she's not a wordy person, you know. (laughs) Like like, yeah, uh, so I like. She has a very particular thing that she does with her lyrics, which is where she mm. <laughs> writes half a song worth of lyrics and then just repeats <laughs> the entire lyrics again. Yeah. It's something you'll notice. Like, yeah, I like I don't mind it. I just think it's really funny where it's like it's not even like a verse, chorus, verse, chorus kind of setup. It's just like, all right, here's like stream of consciousness thoughts. And I'm just going to repeat like this entire thing. <laughs> Uh, uh, but I, I mean, I really like this track. I, she gets a little more, I guess, like ballady on this album. Like this feels kind of yeah. like a slower, uh, slower track. Um, but yeah, kind of about like missing out on a, a relationship cause she wouldn't commit. Yeah. Yeah. Can't you tell you're like me? Um, <laughs> but, um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's um that's what I'm getting from it. Like again, uh, this one can be taken many different ways, but again, to me, the, this this song, this whole record is really about how good she is at composing music. And my mm-hmm. my thoughts on this. Um, yeah, I think she tried to it, this one. Like it seemed like she tried really hard on. Like I remember watching interviews before it, where like she was like, oh, I noticed myself kind of doing this like strum tap strum tap strum tap thing and she was like i wanted to kind of break out of just doing that over and over again like that's she that's was <laughs> trying to uh you know expand her uh what you call it horizons get yeah. out of her comfort zone and that, that you know, i guess with the third record and you probably want to do that like like when you people engage you don't want to be like the Ramones and read the same record over and over. Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, or like, you know, mini bands that I enjoy. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah, we'll talk about it later. Um, but, um, Marty Stern, uh, Risky Biz, which starts out with sort of a chant. Biz opens with kind of like a spoken word acapella yeah. thing. Uh, I don't know. If, I don't know. Yeah. I, there's definitely no singing. I mean, uh, there's a voice in it, but. I, I I like um, Risky Biz after after it gets into its groove, but yeah, it starts out with these markings I make. But um, yeah, uh, this one seems like she's working a lot on kind of uh, more like vocal harmonies and backup singing and stuff like that. Yeah, I do like that you uh, you etch on them all. Uh, hold on to the pain, you know. Uh, th- yeah, I think this is another one about. Uh, Oh, wait, no, this is a different thing. Um, <laughs> I was going to say this is another song about the the dude from the first track, but I think that's later. Uh, but no. yeah, this is kind of like working hard to like get your partner to like open up or like emotionally connect because she thinks he's worth the effort, but she's getting close to kind of being out of energy with it. She's just like, I'm trying too hard to do this. Like, I'm you're really okay. cool, but, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, I, I- I mean, I don't. I've I've had I guess partners that had a hard time opening up, and you know I I don't really have a problem 
I don't really have an issue opening up because because I, I I overshare I think a lot of times. So, um, <laughs> uh, but yeah, um, Risky Biz not my favorite song, but I didn't hate it. Like I didn't hate any song on this record. To be fair, um, yeah, I like. I think there's maybe one track that like I would skip, but I like. I don't know. I like Risky Biz quite a bit. I, I want to mention this record's only thirty four minutes long. Like both yeah, are nice and nice and breezy. Yeah, yeah, don't overstate its welcome. Both records you picked are actually uh, under thirty five minutes. Mm-hmm. So, the, um, let's move on to female guitar players, the new black, which is a yeah. badass song title. <laughs> I like that one a lot. Yeah, um, I, uh, I, it didn't really click with me until recently what that means because people don't really use the phrase like the new black anymore. Except you know, the show like, Orange is the New Orange Black. Orange is the New Black, yeah. Right, which okay. it means something's like fashionable. It's the new yeah. fashion. I thought it was just like a really just kind of like tone deaf um, <laughs> thing where she was talking about like black people. Oh, and I was okay. just. So, oh, oh, so you, you, you okay. I, mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. where I was just like, that's the statement you want to make. That's got, I don't yeah. think those are really uh, comparable, but okay. And I, and then, yeah, I was like, Oh wait, I'm just stupid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So female guitar is new black. Uh, the title itself is, yeah, it says like it's in fashion. Um, I wish it was more in fashion, but, uh, yeah, right. Uh, I think during this time there was a lot of like, Oh my God, she's a girl who plays guitar. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> what is she in the Slater Kenny too? But, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, but man, I I definitely like want to check out Seth Meyers more. I just want to hear her play on that. But um, uh, I know I wonder if there's just like so clips online of the eight G band. This is gonna um, be, yeah. This this song, this song would be the one like if this one's my least favorite. It's like really chaotic, super layered, and it never quite feels like it has a chance to breathe. Like if you're listening really closely, there's cool stuff going on, but it's like there's so much going on that like nothing, yeah. nothing really like stands out. This is I'm not I'm not trying to shit on her because she's she's a great guitar player, but I feel like she's kind of like look what I can do in this song, like super uh-huh. showboating a little bit, which is I mean that's there's the time and place for that, but uh, yeah, if I had to pick a song that wasn't my favorite, it was this one because like there like there's a lot of ideas in this, like you said, what are going on and. I, I don't know where to find footing. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but, it, but it does have a part where she repeats a lyric from earlier. Uh, the, you said I should try patience, which is like, mm-hmm. is this a thing that happened? Did somebody say that? Like, um, <laughs> I think it was from. It was from Risky Biz, actually. I think it is from Risky Biz. Yeah, the, the track before, or no, it might be transparency is the new mystery. It is, yeah, okay. yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right, it is, yeah. Um, um but, yeah. but yeah, and it's like so it came up again in this song, and I was just like, huh, that that must yeah. have really had an effect, <laughs> yeah. So I was like, god, fucking damn, um, yeah, let's move on to gimme, gimme, yeah, uh, another very kind of like mathy and chaotic song, but this one feels like it has a little bit more room to breathe, so it's much. I think it's a much better listen than uh, the previous track. Yeah, I, I wrote I wrote down as goddamn. <laughs> that's that's yeah. the comment I wrote. Um, because goddamn, there's a lot of stuff happening. Uh, yeah, it, it's one thing I really like about Marnie Stern and this album is like 
behind the catchiness, there's a lot of just kind of crazy stuff happening. And it's like, Mm -hmm. so you're like, you can listen to it like, you know, pretty surface level and be like, oh yeah, that was a pretty catchy little thing. That was a good song. And then like, you really sit down and listen to it. And it's like, how is this all happening? This is so complicated, but it's not coming across that way. I'd like to know how she composes a song. Like, honestly, I'd like to see, like, if she, she has a technique uh, about it and she come with the skeleton and decided to adorn it with all the stuff that she's doing. Because mm-hmm. uh, as a guitar player, I feel like if you're a guitar player and you're writing these songs, I I, I guess it's a lot of people that write songs with guitar, but she has a very different way of writing writing songs themselves. So Right, exactly. But uh, <sighs> yeah, Let's move on um, to uh, Cinco de Mayo. Yeah. Which is one of my faves. I think it, I love the way it opens with this, like, kind of big, grand, uh, triumphant, like, epic riffage. Like, every time I hear it, I get this, like, thought of somebody in, like, a music video, like, standing on top of a mountain, you know, just ripping on the guitar. That's, that's a good, that's a good thing to have in your head, I think. Yeah. It's got, uh, you know, just like a real, real big kind of sound to it with the, the chords and the, the tapping. Yeah. I don't, I don't have much to say about the song. Cause again, it's, it's, uh, it's just like, man, listen to her play. <laughs> yeah. Cause she's, it's cool. She, she, uh, the singing on, I think this song is, um, this song's also, this is the one I was talking about. That's about the same dude from the first track. Oh, okay. That, that one, it does make sense that you know, uh, like for example, I hope you see God, um, exactly. which is like because it starts off kind of like, oh, is it like a breakup song? And then it's the other stuff she says and how she's singing it is like, oh no, it's something more than just like because she says like, since you left me, and it's like she doesn't mean like this guy walked away. She means something else. Yeah, he, he was taken away. Yeah, um, um, but yeah, I like. Uh, I like the lyrics on it. There's a part, there are certain parts where she's like flying through the lyrics <laughs> at the beginning. She's just like saying it so fast. And it's like, Oh my God. Uh, yeah. You, uh, again, yeah I like the part where it's uh, you'll always be here and here. Uh, where yeah. she's saying you'll be here, like in this space, but then, and here, like, listen. Yeah. And I don't know. I think <laughs> yeah. that's cool. <laughs> um, I did, like you said, she was racing through the lyrics. Uh, I feel like, when someone does that, they want, they're not less, they're not necessarily worried about melody when it comes to actually just sort of like getting out what they want to say. Yeah, know, exactly. Which is cool. I, I, I like that. Um, it, it's just, you know, I can't, how can I explain the cold on feelings since you left me, which is sad. And you were the love of my life, which is even sadder, you know, like yeah. when it comes to that, because you know, a lot of times you're like, uh, people had these ideas about what the love of their life means right like like in a lot of people say the person they're with is the love of their life right and mm-hmm. that's fair i mean that's that's certainly true for me uh, i'm certainly true for you but but i've i've been with girls that are like he was the love of my life and well, well fuck why are you with me right that's kind of like a permanent position it seems like yeah 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 but um yeah, I feel like I feel like that that should be um that should be able to change around. Not you need to hear that there. Very sad that she lost this dude. And the way she's singing it is very honest and, 
And yeah, I, and I think on this track is like you really get a good sense of like it still being pretty affecting. Like near the end of the track, like you really hear like she gets you know kind of a strain on her voice, and you really kind of hear some some real pain in it. Yeah, it's pretty it's pretty affecting but, listening to it. <laughs> yeah, but you know it's you know it sort of gets you a little better though. Building What's a body, that? building a body. Good. Yeah, uh, is a fun song. This one reminds me a lot of some of her like early stuff because this one feels. Uh, I don't think gimmicky is the right word, but like she's doing something kind of like meta with it, where it's got this kind of like little two note thing that it keeps building on. It's very like mechanical, and then the layers kind of yeah. keep building and building. Yeah, when you say like building a body, I was sort of thinking about like you know like the mechanical like a like a like a like a factory, you know like. It is, it exactly. is a, it is a little gimmicky, but it's not like a song that's shitty. It's fun. Yeah, like gimmicky it isn't like the right word because I think that carries some negative connotations, but like yeah, she's doing something very specific and on purpose with the song. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but it's really cool. I love when like the bass kicks in and just all the like different like riffs that kind of keep building on it. Zach Hill does st- sticks his, puts his toes on a lot of different stuff. And it's cool to, it's cool that he was able to guide you this way towards, um, towards my Stern. Cause I, I hadn't heard of her at all. Like completely mm-hmm. like blind to my Stern. And you know, uh, I would consider an indie artist and it's cool that she has a like, steady job now, you know, like working for be, being on Seth Meyers show. Um, Quick question that's sort of sort of related. Do you have a favorite like like late night band? Um, no, I don't think yeah. so. I don't, I don't watch enough late night to know. Like, I think it's cool that the Roots are on there. I think it's cool that Reggie Watts is doing stuff. But uh, yeah, I don't know. I got maybe eight G. Eight G seems to have the best people in it. Yeah, like uh. From what I read, that the Fred Armisen is the drummer for that, uh, and I, man, I can't get a get a read on Fred Armisen as a person. I heard he's either super nice, or complete dickhead, and um, mm-hmm. I don't know. Well, yeah, I don't know. know I guess I'd have to meet him. Yeah, all right, <laughs> we'll, have <him laughs> on the, we'll have Fred Armisen on the show. Um, uh, let's go. We'll move on to her confidence. This one is my favorite track. It's also. It's also the uh, one with the least amount of lyrics. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I do like it. Uh, it wasn't my favorite one. My favorite, I think my favorite one still uh, is still for Ash. That because that's the one that keep, that's the one that gets stuck in my head immediately. Um, right. This I like this one because it's got a really cool. Like I really like the groove during the yeah. choruses, and it goes from this like cool like head bobbing groove to like chaos uh and then back to grooving and then like near the end they really get into this nice little jam that i think is really cool like they're they're really like playing off each other there's a jam and it's it's definitely cool to hear i wonder if do you feel like like i wonder alive if marty fucks around with the with the playing i'd imagine she does what do you mean like like changes parts you like like you said there's a lot of happening in some of the songs mm-hmm. you know like does she strip it away or does she ship maybe uh, 
change the way she's playing it in that aspect? Like, does it sound a little bit different? Like all, all songs do, but how it, it does sound a little bit different. Um, you know, they'll do like the backup instruments on like a like a backing track or something like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. Oh, 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 you saw why they did that? Okay, that makes sense. Uh huh. Okay. So, because a lot of this stuff is like two guitars playing or multiple oh, yeah. guitars playing, uh, so mm-hmm. it's like she just kind of has to decide which one she's gonna play. I would pick the easiest one. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you're gonna be singing at the same time, probably. Yeah, it's weird when I see bands that they have the singer who also fucking like basically doing like lead guitar while they're singing. I'm like, how the fuck are you doing that? Like, I know that Claudio Sanchez does that for Code and Cambria, mm-hmm. and so does Rivers Cuomo for Weezer does the lead guitar while he's playing and I don't know how he does it, but you know, <laughs> um, I think, I think we move on to things you notice. Yeah. Let's is, hop into that last track. Um, it's, it's, a, it's a love song. It's like it is. Moment. Yeah. I, I really like this one. This is, I think is my second favorite track mm-hmm. cause it's all just so simple. Like it all, it kind of tricks you into thinking it's just like guitar and vocals, but there's a lot of cool little layers has a really catchy and interesting, like tapping guitar line. Um, I, I sort of, I sort of this once on the missing thing that the sequencing was important. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah especially with all yeah. the stuff she was singing earlier. And then like the last mm-hmm. track being like, you know, actually I did find somebody. Yeah. Or sort of like you understand now you get me now you opened up, you know, Exactly. So, you know, uh, triumph, I guess, at the end. But uh, (laughs) the songs, the record talks a lot about insecurity, talks a lot about the things she lost, the pain she's feeling. Um, But it's nice to end with this, in the record of, uh, you know, all this release and pain with this song. Uh, But again, Ronnie Stern is, like, again, unlike anything I've ever heard, you know? Uh, mm-hmm. Like I said, a bunch of disparate genres sewn together, and it works. I like this record quite a bit. Yeah, I think you should definitely check out her other stuff then. Okay. At least the song Prime. That one's my favorite. Oh, your favorite Mighty Stern song all, all mm-hmm. the other? Okay. All right. Um, you right, man? You seem a little preoccupied. Me? Yeah. What do you mean? You tap around on your phone. Oh, I'm looking for the uh, <laughs> the prime song to send to you. Uh, oh, yeah, we do. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, Marty Stern, self-titled, 2010, uh, wild shit. I like it. Man, I, I still, uh, I'm definitely gonna listen to this again, again like, because I'm just, I'm just thinking about it, you know. Yeah, I think her discography is worth checking out, and it's all pretty, um. It's pretty short, like it's four albums that are probably all like 30 minutes long. How different is this compared to the other records, you think? Um, It's like a little different, but not quite. Like you, you can all tell, you can tell it's all like the same artist and stuff like that. Um, But yeah, it's this one feels like a nice kind of middle ground between her final album which or her latest, I wouldn't say it's her final. She could do more, but her latest album feels more like the poppier side of this. And then her older stuff feels a lot more like the, uh, impressive guitar playing side of it. Okay. So, uh, this is your favorite Marty Stern record. I imagine since I think so. 
yeah. it's either between <laughs> this or the uh the one from the uh, this one's got like the longest album title um so it's either this one or let me see if i can find a whole <laughs> it's this is it and i am it and you are it and so is oh dang it title cut oh, it the- off <laughs> like it's re- it's a really long album title but i love it isn't uh there is this um you know who crispin glover is crispin glover yeah uh-huh. yeah yeah. It's, yeah so he has he, he did a, a few like like independent films not a few several like a lot uh but he did he did make this film called uh uh it started out with what is it and then the sequel is it is fine everything is fine and the final, in the last, in the last, uh, I think, yeah, I'm sorry, just these, these two movies, uh, what is it? And then what is fine? Everything is fine. And I, I don't know how I feel about this motherfucker. Like, like, like he is, <laughs> he is, um, definitely, uh, I, I don't know if like, I, I don't, I don't, I don't. I don't know how to feel about it. So right. I, guess I don't know how to say. Like, like at parts I think he's like super cool, and parts I'm like, this dude's not not cool at all. But you know, whatever. I don't know. Okay, why I, I got that. the I got the album title here. It okay. is. This is it, and I am it, and you are it, and so is that, and he is it, and she is it, and it is it, and that is that. I'd like to hear her for her to say that back to me. I'm like, so what's the name of that record? And yeah, like, you because know, I. I yeah, that's a lot. To, um, to me, it's a lot to remember. But you know, stuff's stuff's worthy. It's whatever, I guess. Um, <laughs> Marty Stern, though, I I, I like Marty. Stern, I like Marty Stern. Uh, this record quite a bit, and I I wish I had other stuff because it's really catchy and it really hits a, a sweet spot in my um in my soul when I listen to it. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, but we'll move on to what I chose for today. Yeah, I want to talk about um, what what you brought. So Kimmy Dawson is a anti-folk singer. She was in a uh, anti-folk band called the Moldy Peaches uh, mm-hmm. with um, Adam Green. Uh, they've released one record and then like a couple EPs, and then they broke up. Uh, their stuff was a lot like Jeffrey Lewis's early stuff, recorded onto like a tape recorder with a poor production. And obviously, I don't know if it's obvious, they are friends. So like Jeff, Jeff and Kimmy are, are are friends. Um, okay. Did he did he do the cover of the album? He did. Yeah. Okay. I was looking at it. I was like, that looks familiar. They they've also um, recorded together as a band called the Bundles, which I have the record. Um, but um, I I wanted to bring it to the show once, but it's almost nowhere to be found. And I was like, I asked Jeff. Hey, is this going to get on like a streaming service? Like, well, no, because I don't know who all worked on it. There's some sort of rules about paying everyone we worked on. It. I don't know where they all are for them still alive. I'm like, okay, you don't have to make me feel bad about it. But, um, wow. yeah. <laughs> but, uh, can you, and I do want to mention they came out non binary in 2019. So I do want to, I want to make sure that I, uh, use the correct pronouns. So okay, they them cool. when I'm referring to Kimmy Dawson. So this record came out in 2006. So very of the time you'll hear stuff about Bush or the war, the president uh, mm-hmm. throughout this, throughout this. And again, it's, it's, like I said, of a certain time. Uh, Kimmy Dawson 
this is the record, the only record I know by them. Like they have other ones, but this is the one that was basically the soundtrack for Juno, right? Um, and I I knew about I knew about Kimmy before that. Like like I knew about Kimmy before Juno. So I was like, this sounds familiar. Right? As I was listening to it, um, back in the day, and right. so I you know I was a fan of Jeffrey back then even. Uh, during when Juno came out, and so I was, so I was, uh, I've been aware of the Moldy Peaches that day. This girl, uh, right out of high school, who was running the Moldy Peaches, and I, I thought the shit was lame, but I, I've come around <laughs> to it. So my, not my favorite stuff, because I, I just feel like it's, it's outside of music in a way that, that I don't, I'm not. Sh- Jeff always to me is speaking truth, mm-hmm. and I'm not sh- shitting on the Moldy Peaches, but I don't think they, I think, I think they're joke songs, which is. I think that's fine, you know, whatever. Um, to me, but Kimya did remember that I love you, and I think there's a lot of open and true feelings on that record. And when and I'll talk about why after we I pay the same for I'll explain more about why I think it makes me feel like I'm getting a hug. Okay. Um but yeah, I wanna so is, I wanna expand a little bit on the uh yeah. you know, speaking the truth kind of thing. Like there was a lot of stuff on here. Uh, on this one that it's like I really felt like in that like should I be hearing about this <laughs> <laughs> yeah I got you uh, but um you talking about the you talking about Kimmy's record yeah yeah uh-huh okay where it's like almost yeah. like a little too like open and truthful and it's just like Ooh, that okay. was uh, that's that's a lot to uh, you know <laughs> to process. <laughs> a lot to process on yeah. me. <laughs> <laughs> um, let's uh, I'll play the sampler. Sweet. Um, and and then we'll uh, and then we'll get into it a little bit. So this is uh, Kimmy Dawson's "Remember That I Love You." Joey never met a bike that he didn't want to ride, and I never met a Toby that I didn't like. Scotty liked all of the books that I recommended. Even if he didn't, I wouldn't be offended. My mom's sick, she's in a hospital bed. I've got a word for all you ghosts in her head. And all you skeletons in her closet. Leave her alone, leave her alone, leave her alone. If you want to burn yourself, remember, remember that, that I love you. And if you want to cut yourself, remember, remember that I love you. And if you want to kill yourself, remember, remember that I love you. Call me up before you're dead. We can make some plans instead. Send me an IM, I'll be your friend. I'm trying to be brave, because when I'm brave, other people feel brave. But I feel like my heart is caving in. So you put one and one together and there will be better weather And you know that it's forever now that he has custody So I tattoo instructions on my ass That say don't ever put this body in a casket Burn it and put the ashes in a basket And throw them in the Puget Sound She said I like giants Especially girl giants Cause all girls feel too big sometimes Regardless of their size Now people send me emails that say thanks For saying the things they didn't know how to say And the people in my head still visit me sometimes And they bring all of their friends but I don't 
So when I listened to this record or when I chose it, I was going between this and the actual record that I have called Fuzzy Felt Folk, but it still felt, I was like, man, that sounds too much like a child's record. And then I, <laughs> and then I was like, well, I went with this and the, like a lot of this record feels like it could be like played in preschool. Not, not a bad thing, but it's, uh, it's, a. Uh, it's very simple stuff, you know? Every, right. Yeah. That's the, the focus and all that is more on like the lyrics and what's being said, but mm-hmm. yeah, the, uh, the folk aspect of it definitely does kind of feel. Yeah. Uh, you know, kind of like simple, but happy and all that. So it's like, it's like a group just kind of having fun. And so what I chose like what this makes me feel like a warm feeling inside is I feel like Kimya that they really care, <laughs> you know, like there's lyrics in here about, uh, you know, singing with, they're really into singing with their friends. And that's not just on this record. This is on other songs like that they've done with, as a bun- with the bundles and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, so singing and then uh, sort of being there for each other, you know, like as friends and, all that sort of thing. Like, and you know, some, like you're saying, you feel like she's oversharing at some points and at some point she's talking about really trivial things, you know? Right. Yeah. But we'll start with tire swing. Uh, actually. So what were your thoughts on like, what the, I don't want to, music is not that varied. It's all generally just her playing guitar. And then you hear like, like a xylophone or a kazoo. Sometimes yeah, some other just kind of fun stuff. It it really does have that vibe of like, you know, some friends hanging out and just kind of slapping together some music, uh, which I like. It, it, the music is very kind of like cute and feel good. It's very, the, the way I've explained it, it's explained to other, it's very twee. <laughs> it's, it's cutesy. Um, yeah, but it... I think it's tackling enough like real stuff and kind of like depressing stuff that it's like uh, the tweeness of it is almost like a trick. Like you start to get yeah. some of the later tracks on here and you're kind of just like, Oh shit. Like <laughs> maybe that's what it was. It was like, it was kind of like disarming when like she started talking about like real stuff and you're like, Oh, where's the, hold on. <laughs> where's, the, yeah. where's the twee stuff? Where's my, uh, <laughs> where's my Juno soundtrack? Where's the fun, like Michael, Michael, Sarah, Elliot Page singing? Well, that's that the song they actually sing is an Oldie Peaches song, which, oh my God, here I did hear everyone trying to play that on guitar. Uh, uh-huh. Every couple I knew. <laughs> God damn, I heard that so much. And the song's fine. It's, and it's 
cute because they mentioned Rumble Pack and DMP3 and shit. But like, come yeah, on. she do, they do make some uh, some like video game references throughout this album. Yeah, yeah, that's just cool. I like that part of it. Um, what's her what's her tire swing? Um, th- this is sort of you get an idea what King is like. They travel a lot, and that's mentioned a lot throughout this record that they can't stay in one place. You know, right? Like they like the travel, and that's putting a lot of strain on, on her personal relationships. Yeah, and then she they want to settle about, down and have a home. And apparently, they lo- they like every Toby they've ever met. <laughs> right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm curious how many um, that is. Yeah, I, I don't know one. I, do you know any Tobys besides Toby uh, Driver? I don't even I don't even know him at least not personally. Yeah, well, yeah. one day maybe. <laughs> Toby Flenderson. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. that's what I was thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I like Toby Flenderson. He's a he just seems like he's just you know a very uh, meek person. Yeah. Um, oh, Toby Hooper, the director. Oh yeah, the, yeah, the director for Tasting Some Massacre. Yeah. And Poltergeist. But, what about and Toby Life McGuire? Force? Yeah. How do you feel about Toby McGuire? Uh, he was an okay Spider-Man. I've heard he's kind of a dick, but I think more in the, like, uh, he doesn't like paparazzi or fans running up to him, which, like, if I was in his situation, I probably wouldn't either. I'd probably, people would probably think I'm a dick. I thought you were say he doesn't like paparazzi, I mean, me neither. um, (laughs) (laughs) You dick. Yeah, yeah. Tire Swing. Uh, it's, uh, it's a cute song. Uh, you get an idea of what Kimmy is like, and then you get an idea that she likes talking about you know, the, the course is Joey never rode a bike that he didn't want to ride. Are you a bike guy, by the way? Do you ride bikes? Do you own a bike? Uh, I do like biking. Um, uh-huh. I bought a bike before, like a year before we moved out to San Diego, but then we couldn't move here with it. So now I don't have a bike uh-huh. anymore. It's Yeah, you, you guys shit a lot of stuff when you moved here, right? When you moved to San Diego? Mm-hmm. That's a good thing. I mean, honestly, I, 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 I could lose some stuff in here. Honestly, but... Um, <laughs> But, but I'd yeah, like sorry, to have a bike again. Yeah. Uh, is the landscape good for biking around you? Uh huh. Yeah. Okay. Good. Good. <laughs> could you lots of uh, could lots you, of like footpaths and stuff? So there's there's some pretty good yeah, infrastructure yeah. for San, biking. San Diego. San Diego seems like a pretty bike friendly town. Uh, when I was there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, so what I read about Toby is that there's Kimmy uh, has friends that are named like Matt Toby, Aaron Toby. Um, mm-hmm. and they, they've helped do some of the vocals on this track and a lot of the other ones. Cause you can hear like, uh, you know, just kind of like they're, they're not harmonizing. It's just people singing with her, which is, which is fine. Um, but you know, you know what's tire, tire swing. It's, it's a cute song. She talks about this dream she had and, and swinging a tire string and singing and all that stuff and whatever. <laughs> mm-hmm. Now we're onto a track that I think you maybe thought you overshared about her mom being sick. It's not even necessarily that I feel like it's like oversharing, but it's like mm-hmm. that, you know, if the vibe of the record is it's like people kind of like hanging out and having fun doing music, this is the point where like they're breathing, you know, they're taking a breath like that was fun. And then she's like, yeah, but I wish my mom wasn't dying. And you're like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. So like, it's kind of like, oh, you know, like a, um, 
it's like a vibe ruiner but it is okay. it is such like a real like it's a real song and it's I, I, I like this quite, quite a bit. Uh, it gets me a little choked up at points in this. Because um, she talks about basically her mom being sick and that, you know, when people have the heavy, hot, heavy thoughts weighing on them, mm-hmm. it's going to make it harder to recover from what you're coming coming down with. And this one talks about, you know, skeletons are causing ghosts had just fucking, like, uh, be gone until my mom's better. You know? Yeah, uh, exactly. And and then the, the verses don't really uh, talk about uh, her mom being sick. Like there's one about about Bert and Ernie, you know, which to me that's sweet. You know, talking about like how these friends have generosity, and I, I I'm not too familiar with Mister Hooper or Bert or Ernie in any aspect. I just know that Mm-mm, me neither. <laughs> I just know. But yeah, that, and then there's that, also more talks about like dreams. Like they they definitely spend a lot of time. It seems like kind of like maybe like interpreting their dreams and stuff like that. Like it, a lot of it feels like maybe even if it's not thematically like connected to the song, it's like, I believe that they had a dream around this time of something like this. And I don't know, maybe it's in the lyrics because they're trying to figure out the significance of that dream that happened during this time. I'm probably a big fan of the lyrics on, or this record also being me feel warm is because I've, I feel like, Kimmy is a real person, you know, like mm-hmm. they, their singing isn't, isn't amazing, <laughs> but, but, it, but it is personable, you know? Right. Um, what, and, so I, it was during this track that I was really laughing. Uh, Cause like our theme was fuzzy feelings, which I think the implication is like, this is all kind of like feel good and comfy. And then this song is not a feel good song. I will tell you that. Yeah. But, uh, the like lyrical themes across both albums are like, we've got suicide and baby death, <laughs> and parent death and war. And it's like, yeah, ah, yeah. fuzzy. Mm. I'm still on the loose lips, which to me is a fun, happy, positive song. <laughs> it, uh, this thing, like whipped me back mentally to like 2006. Oh, they yeah. said, send me an IM. They're talking <laughs> about like Bush era anxiety. Uh, but, but it then, does the, the remember that I love you thing. Like, like mm-hmm. to me, that's the, the, like the thesis of the song is Kimmy cares. Let's hang out. Let's be friends. That's exactly like it's, you know, all of that stuff, but then also like, you know, the importance of kind of like being around friends and caring for each other and all that stuff. Like that, that's what keeps you happy and alive. It's like, don't let yeah, the other this, stuff weigh you down. And to me, that's like, so I do want to mention that, uh, when I, uh, when I've actually read what Kenya was saying in, in a, I think a Tumblr post or something, where they 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 actually had people texting and emailing her and IMing her them sorry texting and IMing them for this thing she's like I, I was like I was like she they were like it's more like a symbolic thing sort of like reach out for help if if you need it not me personally right <laughs> I can understand like because uh, they probably had no idea how big this thing would be because the the Juno soundtrack is pretty popular. And mm-hmm. what a lot of the stuff that Juno is just the instrumental tracks for this. Do you, do, by the way, do you like Juno the movie? Are you a fan of, the, of Juno? At all? I remember really liking it when it came out. I don't know if I would 
still like it, but it, I mean, it's been forever since I watched it. I wasn't it nominated for Best Picture or some shit like that? I think so. Like, I think a lot of people like look back on it as like, oh, it's cringy. People don't talk like that. And it's like, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I mean, we didn't talk like that back then. We also didn't think the dialogue was realistic. Like, we understand that it's a movie. <laughs> yeah, so, so, I don't know. Maybe I'll need to watch it again to see if it still holds up. Yeah, it was nominated for Best Picture and it won Best Original Screenplay. Wow. Uh, Jason Redman directed it. It was nominated for Best, Best Director. And Elliot Page was nominated for Best... Uh, it was also Best Actor Award, so... Cool, cool beans. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, this song does whip you back to 2006. And this is after Bush got reelected. So, like, at this time, you're like, man, like, we're stuck with this for another until 2000. You know, eight, right? Yeah, 2008. Yes, this was like two yeah. years into the second term. Yeah. And yeah, I mean, this album, like, really kind of reminded me of um, just kind of like how constant and ubiquitous, like, thinking about this stuff was. It was like, no matter what, everything kind of came back to, like, Bush and the war. Like, it was just, like, always there in the back of our minds. And it, I feel like it comes out really well in this album because it'll be... It seems like there's a few times that they're like singing about something and then they mention like also Bush in the war yeah, or the president Rockies or something. Like that. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you're kind of just like, is this related? Uh, but then like thinking back, you're like, yeah, because it was kind of like related to everything back then. Like, yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah. It I was, don't know. It was it's really interesting, like listening through it and being like, man, it feels so 2006. <laughs> but not not it doesn't feel dated but it's just like i don't it's been so long since something has like that i don't have any nostalgia for shot me back to like a specific moment in time so i was at the voting age uh when bush was elected the, 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 second, time, the second time so i actually uh worked for a not worked they did volunteer uh for a a organization called Music for America mm-hmm. it, to get people to register to vote, and um, and so like at the, the, I, at the time I was I, I was I hated Bush, and I didn't think I could hate a president more until just recently. Um, yeah, like you know, um, and not just re- I guess back when the Trump was elected because big big um big fucking whoop, I hate both these guys, but uh, <laughs> um both Bush and, and Trump. Be, be clear sorry if you're a trump fan whatever i'm not um, but um but uh but yeah like so i i well, i've heard this i've heard this before along like probably around the time it came out and so uh and so like i was like yeah fuck bush and fuck this war when i heard it um <laughs> but uh, again these songs are very um very cute songs who slips is one of them where that's what's seeing with your friends and getting rowdy and having a good time and looking out for each other and all that, which we, brings us into caving in, which I can definitely see why maybe you would think this song is not necessarily a, a uplifting song. Mm-hmm. Um, what I guess she's talking about a singer who, or a, uh, an artist who, um, An artist who doesn't really say their feelings. I, I don't know. Like 
because each verse it sounds like to me the first verse about uh, a dude who's a singer dude she feels like he's inauthentic or he they feel like he's inauthentic the second verse about Kimya themselves uh, third verse is about Kimya again <laughs> and, yeah um, it kind of feels like they're talking about like all their anxieties and problems kind of building up until they cave in um, they, th- this is really strange because you mentioned they mentioned Delilah. Do you know who Delilah is from the 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 Shin song or whoever sang that? No, no, the radio. There's a there's a there's a uh, there's a uh, syndicated nighttime radio show. It's a you request a song and dedicate someone, mm-hmm. and it's still and the the show's hosted by this this uh, radio hosting Delilah. Um, okay, Delilah, and <laughs> so apparently apparently uh, Kenya listens to. Delilah, um, every night because she does does thing every night. So it says, "How long can in your when Delilah plays an unchained melody instead of Lost in Your Eyes?" Which, I mean, that's why I got the, the Delilah part, right? <laughs> but, and what I was getting from like the first verse is like, not. I think in the song they say like, "Oh, you're a liar" or something like that. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But I feel like what I was getting from it was like they thought similar to like how they do it is like they present them whole their whole selves they're not putting on like an act or anything when they go mm-hmm. on stage and i think they you know tried to be with a uh you know like a lead singer like a rock and roll person and then when it came mm-hmm. down to it it's like oh you're not that person that i thought you were yeah i, I do like the, the line and the, the line says i'm trying to be brave because when i'm brave other people feel brave which uh-huh. you know what is it's sad but but, but not sad, but she says that they say that they can't handle it. You know, their mm-hmm. heart's too, too, too fragile to, to, to let the, to try to put up that facade of bravery, you know? Yeah. There, the one, the song was weird cause it has violin in it, but it sounds like the violin is playing a completely different song. Mm-hmm. Like it works, yeah. uh, but yeah. it's definitely like I'm listening to it. And I'm like, they're not even in the same key. Like it's a very 2006 Jeffrey Lewis thing to do. By the way. Oh, really? <laughs> I want to mention that. Yeah. So I was like, and this sounds like kind of like really moving or moving in by Jeff Lewis. Like Jeff Lewis, he did the first two records that were recorded on tape, like, and it sounded like shit, but he actually, for this third proper record, he went into a studio proper and released and did it. And it, it kind of reminds me of a lot of stuff on this record. Uh, hmm. I mean, I, I like Jeff Lewis more. Sorry, Kimia, but yeah. <laughs> um, let's move on to the next song, uh, which is Better Weather, which is a happy song. Uh, again, talking about um, not necessarily oversharing, but talking about, I guess, their brother and they have a and the kid that he has custody of now. <laughs> yeah, but it does also feel like a little bittersweet. I guess because yeah. like, I it sounds like they say that they're like watching from afar, and not like kind of getting into the family part of it. Maybe they yeah, think they're gonna like ruin something or something. Can you mention? Can you tell? Can you mention the song also about like traveling, like but always uh-huh. being like on the move? Which we get it. Can you? <laughs> but uh. There's things in here like talking about there. There's my spectacles. I'm not quite. I'm trying to like. I'm trying to sort of decipher the part about 
the the switch she threw out the window ten years ago? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Uh, whatever. Um, but yeah, uh, this is a cute little song. It's uh, less than two minutes, and it's no. There's not really a chorus or anything like that. But it's yeah, it's just kind of like a little story. It's a, a lot of these. They mention in one of the tracks about um, how they're like only. I think it's the first track. How they're only around for like twenty four hours, and they might like, you know, do some, you send some emails, make some calls, write a song. And I really do feel like a lot of these were kind of written down. Like this is what I'm thinking right now. Yeah, there's not. There's and not that's a whole the, lot of the, that's the song. It's not a whole lot of metaphor in this record. It's not like. Kenya is trying to make some sort of dense statement. It's, it's, <laughs> this isn't a sound weird. Uh, you know how when you read Fred Durst's lyrics, they're pretty surface level? <laughs> you know, uh-huh. like, I don't think Fred Durst, when he, when he wrote Significant Other, that whole record of the release that, I don't think he was really trying to say that much. It said exactly what the sentence is saying. God, I saw this interview. Um, if this is related to it, and I saw it like two days ago. <laughs> Okay. It's it's a clip of Fred Durst going like he's saying something like, oh, and I'm a crack addict. And then it cuts to him <laughs> in an interview and he's like, that means that I'm a person addicted to crack. <laughs> like, oh, the genius, the genius explanation for it. Yeah. <laughs> it, was so, it was so funny. But yeah, I feel like a lot of these are being like captured in the moment that they're thinking about them, which I it, mm-hmm. is a really interesting approach. Like they're like, Oh, my, my brother and his kid, and I'm not really around and doing stuff like that. And it's like, cool. That's boom. That's a song. Yeah. And it, it, not in the way that it, like, it feels like it's thrown together, but it feels very, gosh, I don't It feels like, I guess more like urgent or, like something that they really want to talk about and work through and they don't give themselves the chance to kind of like second guess it being a song or like overthink what they're trying to yeah. say or how they're trying to say it. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It makes it makes it feel like a little bit more raw, I guess. Yeah, I get it. But I have a, a different question now. What's My that? question is, when you die, do you want to be underground or do you want to be? No, I'll probably be the same way burned up and yeah I, that's how it definitely somewhere yeah i i i, I don't want to be uh, uh so it's all underground so what's all we moved on to uh i definitely want to be cremated like, mm-hmm. that's i don't want to be uh and I, not because i'm like terrified of being buried alive you know i just I, again i'm not i don't have really thoughts on the afterlife but i feel like the best way to maybe not be stuck Underground is to be burned up and then thrown in ashes wherever I don't know the ocean. I don't know where it'd be uh, buried or in an urn. Yeah, you got to start garage. thinking about places, uh, places you like that you'd want your ashes spread. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, <laughs> a down t- uh, some record store. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> For some poor employee to sweep up. <laughs> yeah, and put me in the garbage. Yeah, yeah. It's always weird when, when you hear about people's like remains and stuff like that. Have you ever seen you seen the Big Lebowski, right? Yeah. When they're putting Donnie's ashes and it gets all over them, that's yeah. pretty hard to me. <laughs> <laughs> Being carried in like a Folgers can or something. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so um, this one, this one was my f- one of my favorites on here. Mm-hmm. 
but it's it i think it really successfully captures those because like the whole song itself is about kind of like oh what do i want to happen to me when i die but they mention kind of like the catalyst for how that why they're thinking about this uh Mm -hmm. partially it tends it out throughout the album like they very clearly have some sort of anxiety i I think that's Mm -hmm. pretty you know pretty obvious but like they're having What's up? They, they do remind this. They do remind themselves throughout the song that things are okay. Like for example, must forget when I see the sunset that tomorrow will rise again, which mm-hmm. is either bad or good thing, depending how you look at it. Um, but yeah, they mention like sinusitis or you know, basically they're dealing with like a really painful like sinus issues. I, yeah, yeah. And they're like, you- it, it's painful enough that they're like, I got to start making plans for when I'm dead. you know i I feel like i i do that when i get like sick enough i'm just like oh man i'm not gonna make it through this one what am i gonna gonna do yeah uh if i remember correctly kimya did almost die they took um they they accidentally overdosed some whiskey and prescription pills and had grand mal seizure and vomited blood uh which then the the, uh, kimya inhaled and then she woke up in a coma, <laughs> from a coma, the next day in the hospital. Crazy. Yeah, which, which, uh, you know, I, I, this, this, and it happened on Christmas Day in oh, 1998. God. <laughs> yeah, but uh, when you do that, I imagine you, when you face mortality like that, um, you know, that's, that, that can happen. Yeah, um, seriously. But underground, I like I'm like Kimia. Yeah, I don't want I don't want to be buried underground. I definitely want cremation. I made clear to Leah, my wife, that if I die, I want to be cremated. Right. You know, clear. So she has no thoughts. You know, no. Uh, she has no idea what to do. And I, I guess I don't know. I mean, what if she wants you taxidermied and sat at your podcast desk for I, the rest of I your life? I told her if she wants to taxidermy, she can. <laughs> like, just it's put him weird. in his favorite spot in his uh on his yeah. podcast desk yeah yeah or a guitar in my hand just oh both that. yeah 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 just do both and have him display and say this is my husband um <laughs> let's move on to i like giants which is the cutest song on the record i've absolutely we this is the only song that we knew like before i met her about oh, really about yeah because there's the line in here which i had in here where it talks about i I like giants, especially girl giants, because all feel all, all girls feel, feel too big sometimes, regardless of their size. So this song is a really like about positivity, you know. Mm-hmm. Posit- but also uh, you like know, accepting, you know, pro- contemplating you know. your place in the universe, staying humble and like you know connected to reality. Yeah, it's it's a cute song. I it's like it. Yeah, and I I like that these grand themes are kind of hiding in a you know a cute song about giants <laughs> yeah uh and they mentioned the the uh genevieve the person uh-huh. in there uh the apparently a death generation they're cartoonists like genevieve's a cartoonist and if i remember correctly i could be wrong uh yeah they're, they're cartoonists too like in of course that the, the great inspiration that they actually mentioned the name of the song but Genevieve, um, rest in peace. I think they, I think she, uh, she died. Um, but 
yeah, that passed away in 2016, but she, she was a cartoonist who did a a uh, cartoon about giants, lemmings. And I found out recently also the lemmings don't really die. Like, like the, that the thing about lemmings on the cliff, that that's that's bullshit. The just thing that Disney made, by the way. Yeah. Like, they, yeah, I knew about that. Feelings. They put them on. It was like a sound stage, and they had them on like a like a cliff thing that would like it was like a rotating like turntable platform that like forced them off the edge with like uh, a centrifugal apparently, force. But a lot of them died. A lot of them died apparently, which is sad. Um, Jeez. But uh, yeah, I know. But but anything for you know, the shot, I guess. Yeah, but girl, gi- but giants. It's it's um it's a song about positivity. Also, like, but that that line because all girls. To be feel depicted sometimes it's it's a it's like a song that you that you show a teenager or something who's feeling bad about their their self image mm-hmm. you know saying like hey uh, you're you know whatever this is this is whatever but uh, I like Giants is a cute song and um, I agree it's yeah um we can move on to uh, the competition which is my favorite song on the record by the way I think it's a really good one I liked the yeah. I like the lyrics on it a lot kind of. Um, you know, she's not, or they're not competing with other people. They're competing with their own self doubt. Yeah. Which I think is In, interesting where they're like, I'm worried that I'm not good enough. So I make myself good enough. But, like but you know, she can't make those wishes go away. But, but the, but the song ends with basically saying that, that she, her, her music has helped others, you know? Mm-hmm. Like realizing which, that which, their depression was relatable and that, yeah. you know, they're not alone. I just, I, I like the, like, this is, this song I got feels good like a, at feeling th- bad. This, that's why I'm still here. You know, like to, to me that the, the, this song is a, the uh, perfectly, the I like Johnson, this song perfectly encapsulates feeling a hug. Cause mm-hmm. you're feeling like the, they're, they're there, like letting you know, you're not alone. Because of self doubt, uh, that their lyrics can help you, you know, or the lyrics help people. She's they they say they be, get emails saying thanks, you know. Yeah, exactly. Um, so, uh, I, the competition is my favorite song on the record. Like, like, and I've come to realize that over the past like six last six times I listened to it, the, the song I look forward to most is the competition. It's a really good song. I think it, it's definitely up there uh, in my favorites. Yeah. Okay. Um, I don't really have much else to say about it. I just would recommend if you were to listen to Kimmy Nelson be like Giants or this song, uh, to yeah, figure I out agree. if you if you if you want uh, to to keep on going. Uh, and <laughs> if you like, if you like, well, you can check out the multi beaches there everywhere. You've definitely heard anyone but me. Um, mm-hmm. What's France to me is the one song I don't like on this record. I France is one of those songs that I want to like so bad. Because <laughs> it's got, I really like the music. It's got this very mm-hmm. kind of like ominous sound to it, but they're just kind of singing about like a regular story about like kind of like bumming around France to which I was so thinking, the- like I was kind of waiting for the, like the shoe to drop, I guess. Like I was waiting <laughs> for like, where's this story leading? What's, how's it going to turn? Like wh- something, something weird is bubbling beneath the surface. And then it, never did it was just kind of like uh we're in france i'm gonna say something and uh, jeffrey i know you've been on the podcast and i love you okay come back uh, but 
can you do the same thing that Jeff does? Is they'll have a really a song with a lots of with the feeling or a atmosphere that's really interesting, but they don't do anything with it. Yeah, and that's how I feel about France. Um, it's it's not my favorite song. It, it talks about it's kind of just talking about like going to an open mic and dancing, uh, singing with me, which she that they like singing a lot with people. Mm-hmm. Which hey I, I I get it, you know. Uh, but let's move on to um I'm, I don't have much to say about Francis. To me, it's just kind of she's, it's not my favorite song. Yeah, it's it's a lot of kind of like wasted potential, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Like I miss you. They is, made the song yeah. too, I guess, like relatable, but the music isn't. I don't know. Yeah. Something it's yeah. missing something. And then we have a song called I Miss You, which is 39 seconds long or 38 seconds long. I guess it's about basically loving someone. Yep. Missing and, your friends, it seems like. Yeah. And then want to sing with, uh, I want to sing with you because I miss you. Which, yeah, little again, shorty short. Kimmy's all song. about singing with her. Uh, yeah. Kimmy's all about singing with her friends. So. Right. <laughs> yeah. And then we get, but, you know, the most fuzzy feeling song on the album. <laughs> with 1226 okay 1226 is guys if you don't know uh 1226 2004 is the day that the indian earthquake and tsunami killed a quarter million people uh, across the world with that tsunami and this song is about that basically saying that Kimya cannot concentrate on anything right now because she's so dev they're so devastated about what happened in in uh in uh that tsunami right is, like it kind of this like how petty complaints now pale in comparison to you know a huge tragedy that's happening yeah can't talk to her friend about their shitty uh stepdad because right now she's right now they're they're um they're focused on this one of the things i do like about this song itself is how they you know it says we had 1226 tattooed across our foreheads. It's just like this atrocious happened on our coast instead, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, basic, yeah, which is 100% true. But I I don't think any, I, there are people that minimize tragedies in other countries, or especially in non English speaking countries, as opposed to English speaking countries, especially. Right. Um, and so this one is something. I mean, I've seen that. I've seen footage, and it's awful. It's, it's um, it's scary, you know. But uh, yeah, this song is not not a happy song. Um, it's 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 talking about one person who survived, and the shit they've gone through. Yeah, or like yeah, yeah it's yeah, it's sad, <laughs> sad and depressing song. Yeah, but it's a good song. It's just, it's just not very fuzzy feeling. Mm-hmm. Anyway, <laughs> my roller coaster. Uh, this one was a weird one for me. Uh, because it's like, I like the lyrics a lot. You know, ups and downs mm-hmm. of life. Uh, you know, being a roller coaster stuff like that. But the music part, for whatever reason, I don't know how it was recorded. But you can hear like the picks 
or fingernails on the string. The, this it's is the yeah, loudest it's, part it's, of the song, and I can't listen to the rest of the track because it's hidden behind this annoying like cl- string clicking. Yeah, I definitely heard that too, and I was like, "It's like, did they just change the position?" Like, it sounds definitely because the rest of it's pretty straightforward to how how things are mic'd. This one sounds like it was maybe a field recording, or like in her bedroom or their mm-hmm. bedroom, because it's it's definitely weirdly, re- definitely weirdly recorded. Like, like it was done in a different studio altogether. I don't dislike this song; the lyrics are great. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of ambient noises captured that. I I don't think I make that much noise when I'm playing guitar, honestly. Yeah, I wonder if they were trying like a different technique because it kind of sounds like somebody's doing like a... I'm actually going to turn my camera on to show you what I'm talking about since it won't be illustrated. Your camera's, like your they're camera's doing... been on, by the way. Oh, it has? Yeah, yeah. But like this. Oh, okay, all right. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yeah, I get that too, yeah. I'm with you on that one. And I I can't... I mean, people can do that, but I I, I wouldn't do that to me. It seems like... I don't know. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. I'll turn my camera around too. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Um, so like it sounds like sounds yeah. like fingers hitting the, the string. I don't dislike the song. The song's uh, but though, but you're right. It's it's weirdly recorded and it does it's it can be easily um it's it can easily uh be distracting. Mm-hmm. This it has 10 verses by the way this song um, is it really yeah yeah the um, uh, uh but again, so i was i was trying to avoid genius uh my streaming app of choice has lyrics that show up uh but they didn't show up for like a couple songs on here for whatever reason mm-hmm. uh and this was one of them so i just had to like sit and listen really closely to <laughs> the lyrics but i was very <laughs> distracted with the sound of the clicking yeah. strings that it was hard to listen to this song, I guess, if I were to pick what's about, it's about someone the community is into. You know? Mm-hmm. You remind me at least nine tenths of yesterday. Talks about the seven minutes in heaven in the closet. Did you, did you, by the way, did you ever do that thing when you were a kid, like with the spin the ball thing? No. Mm-hmm. It's never I, never cool enough. <laughs> I, well, I, I was in eighth grade and someone had a cell phone they spun around, and that's what happened. Uh, so I had to kiss people. That's fine. <laughs> it was f- and fun and fine at the same time. Fine and but, fun. <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I did, I did some weird shit in high school. Um, but um, <laughs> but, um but yeah, Kimmy Dawson, my roller coaster. I uh, I and that's that's the record I remember that of you because this was about being remembered, uh, being taken care of, and uh, to me it's a fuzzy record. And I, I mean, ask my, my wife who reason. Yeah, you may not agree with why I picked this one, but it's the one that came to mind immediately after Fuzzy Felfolk, which is something I did not choose. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think like I get it. I I definitely get the uh, the vibe of it. Okay. Okay. I liked it. I think it was uh, a good choice. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm glad we listen. I'm glad I listened to both these things. Um, but. I'm probably gonna step back for a bit because I listened to all, I listened to this all I listened to the past couple of days. Um, oh really? <laughs> yeah, yeah. That well, I'm sorry. I, I did uh, put Holy Fawn in the middle of all this. Um, but by the way, do you, Holy Fawn, I, it was they're playing two shows in San Diego, like right after one another. I mean, we won't be there. I was just thinking, like, I guess that's where they're from, San Diego. Hmm, um, I've never even heard of them. 
Yeah, end of May, if you want to go see him play. <laughs> but, um, I'd have like to a, listen like to a, him first. They're, they're like a black gaze band, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. But, um, yeah, I'll look them up real mo- quick. Their, record, their newest record is better than Death Heaven's newest record, I will say. Which, which I still haven't listened to. I think I've start. I haven't even started listening to the Death Heaven uh, new one. I just I keep going like I'll try it. I'll start it, and then I'm like, yeah, I want to listen to something else. <laughs> oh, so have you listened to Grills yet? No, not yet. Yeah, are you scared to? I mean, I can tell you. I it's... haven't liked anything they've done since Demon Days. But everyone's that's, talking about it. Everyone's talking about the new gorillas record. But everyone always talks about the new gorillas. But what was their last one? Like humans or something like that? Yeah, something. Yeah, awful. Uh, but awful. <laughs> you were. I was like, I was pissed off for listening to it. But um, I was. It was the most like forgettable album. No, the now now. See, we both even uh, forgot that that existed. <laughs> Yeah, they released a yeah. whole album in 2018 that just like the only thing I remember is like it kind of sounds like a beach album, but it's like why did this need to be the Gorillas? What what is that song machine? Uh I think I think uh he was doing like a kind of like a podcast type thing or he was trying to like release a a song like every week or something and it's all just kind of like all right, here's the compilation of all the song machine things we did. I, I think, think like I don't people, know. A lot of people with the grills, like they're like here to save music, but uh, yeah, maybe, maybe early on, but not, <laughs> not now. It's where the, the Stevie Nicks and then, uh, Tay and Paula, booty Brown, bad bunny and Becker on the new record. It's weird to me. Uh, whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Uh, I, 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 <laughs> but you know, we're, we're, we're you know this is not the gorillas shit talk podcast. This is record night, and I it's time for me to pick a new theme. Yep. So let me go ahead and do that. And oh, free play. All right. Next time we just bring whatever we want to do. Uh, no theme. Can, no theme. No theme. No theme. No theme. So that that was easy. Um. So I'll I'll text you or whatever. Um, yeah, I'll I'll send an album your way. I've I've already got a few kind of bouncing around. We'll see. Yeah, because I use this as an opportunity to to torture you a little bit if I can. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> All about it. So, uh, you got anything else going on? Uh, yeah, me and a friend of mine do the music for this podcast. Um, got a couple little EP thingies. Uh, so feel free to check us out. We're called Smell, uh, and we're on Bandcamp. We're at smell.bandcamp.com. Um, check out some of our stuff if you'd like. What do you got going on? I do another podcast called Movies Don't Suck and Some I Do. Uh, we do new episodes every week. We do it live on Thursdays at 6.30 p.m. Central. Uh, you guys can see it on YouTube or even Twitch or Facebook, however you do it. It's a Who's down sucking something new? Uh, so, yeah, uh, check that out. Uh, new episodes come out every week. Uh, AI form all cleaned up with um, any sort of w- weird shit taken out of it. So, if you guys want the cleaned up version, check uh, our feed Monday or t- Monday or Tuesday, and it should be out. But I think that that's it. You good, pal? Yeah, that's all I got. All right, all right we'll see you guys next time Bye. for record night.